the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello and welcome to The Career Confidant and we're glad that you joined us here today and you're going to be glad you joined us because we have an excellent guest here, Allison Lane, to talk about how you can stop making these common mistakes that we all make when we try to promote our work. So Allison, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so jazzed to be here, thanks. Yeah, so I want to pull out this one line from your bio. It says that you can craft a dozen captivating marketing hooks in less than five minutes for any book, person, or product. Rocket, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> that's from thousands and thousands of times doing it. That doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Yes. No, I know you've been doing this for a long time, this marketing pitch and helping people figure out how to really get out there with what they've been developing. And now you help people put out their nonfiction books. And um, we met because Allison's, you know, she's a very prominent business person and she's building her business. And I just love knowing that you're out there helping other people get their message out in a way that helps them grow because that's what we are all about here as well as helping mm -hmm. especially career coaches and resume writers find that opportunity to connect more with more clients so you have helped thousands of expert entrepreneurs thought leaders find their reason why which you say is one of the things that connects them to their audience tell me more about that People realize that they have something important that they've learned or discovered through a career or through an extraordinary experience. They get this itch that that's really, it's like the universe is calling them to a responsibility that they have to share it, not because of hubris, but because of compassion for others. And whether that's, you know, planting a garden in your backyard or getting through your divorce in one piece with, you know, with your heart intact, uh, when people accrue knowledge, they, and, and especially as they grow at, in their human experience, they feel like they want to share it and then they don't know how. And what I do now, leaving Fortune 50, marketing and PR behind so 25 years corporate publicist and marketer. I now help people who have are sitting on this life's trove of wisdom to get their, their wisdom and their lessons to the people who are seeking them. Because no matter what you know, there is someone who doesn't know it, who's desperate for what you have. And I want to encourage anybody out there who thinks, gosh, I should really write a book. Or if they've heard someone say, gosh, you should really write a book, you know so much. Don't wait. Don't wait for permission or an invitation. The world is calling you. It's time to write your book. Yes. And as you said, we all have our own unique story 
and purpose that brings those things together. Now, I know the term thought leader can be a bit intimidating for people. And I love the way that you just shared it, made it more human. So just kind of expand on that for me a little bit. If someone's out there and they don't think of themselves as a thought leader, or maybe they don't like that word, because I know recently people have started to say that that's not the best term. Of course, now that my business has been called career thought leaders for 14 years. Right, right, um, right. But tell me a little bit about how you define thought leader. Right. Well, um, thought leader, expert, leading voice, it's uh, most people say, I'm not really comfortable calling myself that. And what I say to that is, I don't care what you're comfortable calling yourself because it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about someone else who's looking up to you, who's maybe one or two steps behind you, who needs what you have who needs the lesson or the understanding or the insight. So how dare you let your humility get in the way of helping someone else because your humility is an obstacle to helping someone else. I, so I don't care what you call yourself at all. Don't right, call, you don't I, I, call yourself a thought leader. It's, or an it's expert, so right? unimportant. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's more it's about just, getting that message out there. Right. These are um, the fancy term for that is self-limiting belief, I think, um, or it's limiting belief, but I call it a self-imposed obstacle. It's just garbage. Just it's just debris. Just scoot it right out of the way. Nobody needs that poo. Just get on with living and sharing what you know. Ah. So the other question that I wanted to ask you before we dive into kind of these three mistakes, and maybe this kind of leads into one of the mistakes, but we talk about when you're going to write a book or even start a podcast or any of the other ways you might get your voice out there, people will say, well, I've got to have a platform first, or I have to have so many followers first. Is that true? And what, you know, what do you think about that? Huh. There are so many ways to get published and there are so many every path to publishing is different it's as different as eye color or how many freckles you have it's just different so if you want to build a brand and that that is your thing for sure but you still have to be sharing what you know and if you limit yourself to i have to do these five steps before i can do these other steps that is untrue it's simply untrue. There is no magic formula or sequence of events. You can be teaching in person in the basement of your local library and still write a book. Um, you can be on, have a tremendously popular podcast and not have a book, but really need one because what we need to keep in mind is that people want what we have in the format that suits them. So maybe, maybe you're being a little bit um, too focused in, in thinking that you have to do one thing before you do another. It's how do the, how, how does the audience you serve want to be served? That's mm -hmm. what should lead you. And you should always give them more than one choice 
more than two choices. I mean, would you go to a restaurant where there was only one thing on the menu? No, you have to serve, you know, three to five ways to engage with you, at least. Right. And that giving them that options then is an opportunity for them to maybe connect with the information in a different way. Like you said, I mean, I know you do a lot of video, you obviously do writing, um, and you started a podcast recently too, right? I am starting a podcast. Yes. The publishing path. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that a lot of people are um, interested in writing a book, but they're intimidated. So I will get to that here in a minute. So we were going to talk mm-hmm. about three mistakes that people make when they try to get their thought leadership out into the world. Um, so let's dive in. What are some of those mistakes that you see people make when they're getting out there? Well, let's start with what um, what everyone have, has in common is that they they want to they truly want to uh, share their their breakthrough, whatever it is, and what they they're thinking. I'm sharing my message or I'm sharing my lesson, but really, what they're doing is um, is starting at the end. And nobody needs that. So instead of, um, so I'm going to put it to you in a couple ways. Um, The first thing that they do is they start by telling us about uh, what their methods are. I do this and here's how I do it. And they go way deep as if we don't already believe them. But I don't need to know all the ingredients to go in that go into that amazing dish. I just need you to bring it to me and put it on a plate in front of me. And um, we've all seen that where an expert will say, you know, I've done this thing and, and here are my five steps. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, I don't, I don't want to know the five steps. I don't want to have to see that feels like work to me. I want you to address my need or my pain or my goal but, you know, please help me. Uh, I, the, the minutia that you're going into to tell me about all the, you know, the psychotherapy that you're going to analyze in order to get me there makes me want to go to sleep. So, no, nobody wants your method. They want the result. Please don't kick off with, you know, the, my method will get you there. Just tell me what getting there is going to be like. The, um, the second thing they do is that they talk about their street cred. In all my years, or for 25 years, I've done this. Like, I don't care. Neither does anyone else. We don't care if you've done eight years or 15 years or six months. And if you want proof of that, look at all of the inventors and innovators in around the globe who have not accrued 60 years of knowledge and then launch their thing. Take Facebook, for example. We don't, there are so many of those examples that we no longer need to prove that we have put in the amount of years to that, that our result is somehow credible. It just is. So we don't need to hear your resume or where you went to school in order to believe that you are doing what you're doing. Uh, we need you to talk about the result. 
And the third thing that people do that gets in the way is that they, they don't give enough variety in how they allow people to engage with them. We talked about a, a little bit, uh, but they, they might only offer a high-end service. And if you have a high-end service or a program or a retreat and you're not, and you don't have a book, a book is $27. If your program is $2,000, not everybody can afford that or wants to invest that time, but they'll get your book. Why are you not meeting people where they are? Uh, it's like having a house party and telling people they can only enter through the back door. How are we supposed to know? We want to be able to come in and out as we please and, and, and um, engage with you. We want to be part of your party. But if you only, if you funnel people through one little, one little doorway, how are we supposed to know? Why make it hard on us? Uh, right, and that, and that high ticket program might be a second story window, and that's the only thing you've got exactly. open. Is a second story window. <laughs> right. right. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll dive in and kind of pull these three apart a little bit and then share some other in insightful things that, that Allison has planned for you. We'll take a short break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. If you're watching us live or you caught us on Facebook, You'll go to Career Confidant Radio on Voice America Radio, and you'll be able to find us there on the business channel to keep listening to all of the wisdom that Allison has to share. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guests today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
1-800-227-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And um, we are going to jump on here just a second. Recording in progress. So welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today we've been talking with Allison Lane about how you can get your knowledge out there, get your expertise out there, get your story out there. And you were saying that there's kind of three mistakes people make. And the first one is, is that they think they need to walk people through their methods instead of just getting to the result. And that result is why people pay attention, right? So how can we flip that script and and focus more on the result people are going to get? Well, when people are looking for the result, they're really usually either looking for a positive or they're looking for the absence of a negative. And it's up to you to listen to people when they complain and when they, uh, you know, are together and lamenting about what they don't have, but they want, even if it's, you know, more vacation time, they want more of something or they want something removed. And that's the result that they want. But the feelings that they have when they get there, that's also something they, they can't put that into words because they're still dealing with the lack of something good or dealing with something that's annoying or painful. So it's up to you to take what they're saying and turn that into something bigger that they can then uh, work toward and picture themselves enjoying enjoying more vacation time or um, time with their family or learning to rollerblade in Venice Beach. I don't, I don't know your life, people. Maybe that's you. Uh, what they, what, it's up to us to put ourselves in their shoes and to stop talking about ourselves. Because all of this is, if I say only one thing that gets through to everyone, the number one thing that we all do that's a mistake when we're promoting our work is that we're promoting our work no one is looking for us to be promoting our anything we need to be promoting the results that other people can get from working with us that we can help them that's the difference between true thought leaders or experts or subject matter experts or leading voices, they're offering something to someone. They're not promoting themselves. It's a totally different brain space. And that is something that you can do when you write an article and you submit it. You're not promoting your work when you write an op-ed. You are contributing to the world's wisdom. Same thing with a book. If, a, if publishers were to allow you to write a book that was simply promoting your work, it would never sell because it'd be boring. You have to give, offer service, but it, there is a path to publishing that's very, very simple and it can be direct. It's, you don't have to become an expert in everything. And certainly you don't have to choose all of the ways to get your work out there. You choose a couple and you go big on those. And that's how you can really shine. I love that. Well, and when you're thinking about putting yourself out there, oftentimes it is 
that fear of kind of vulnerability and putting yourself out there that gets in people's way. And there's of course an element of that, but what you're saying is it's not all about you. It's about how what you've learned can help other people. And so of course your story is gonna be part of that, but that's not the leading lady. The leading lady is really how it helps other people. And that can be more comfortable for some of us. And then we've got to figure out how to get our story in there. So there's the connecting pieces, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. Right. And so when we think about building a platform or, you know, kind of getting that following, you said you don't, there. that's only one way of getting our book out there. There are so many other ways of getting our book out there. And I wonder if that kind of plays into people's overwhelm. So one of the things you help people do is get this all done without feeling so overwhelmed. Tell tell right. me a little bit more about how that works. Right. The, the overwhelm that um, some people feel when they think, I, you know, I have, a, I have a book or I've written a book and now I want to get it published. The, the overwhelm comes from getting surprised by what the next step is. So the first thing that you have to do is, um, understand the full path because there's nothing like getting through step number two and then you think you're finished and then someone else says oh no there's a there's a next step let me tell you there are 19 steps like here's here's all the way but you can choose your steps so to eliminate the overwhelm i like to share with everyone like this is this is the entire process you can choose to, you know, skip some of these steps, but it helps to know in advance where you're going and what the end result is. So you can make the choices that are right for you. For instance, are you going to go for a, an indie press or a hybrid press? Is it, is speed important to you? Um, is a traditional publisher or a big four, I'm doing everybody's big four. So these are all uh, criteria that you need to filter through and, and decide, well, what's, how can I make that happen? And here's what we know from, here's what I've learned in Fortune 50 marketing is that there's always a way. So whatever you choose, there's always a way. And it, it's not like, oh, I'll work toward it. Nope, there's always a way. And if you put a deadline on it, even better, because there's always a way by that deadline. So no worries. Just like there are, you know, 15 angles for every story, at least there's always a thing. I love so that. don't worry about that. <laughs> well, and what I hear from you too, is that people get clear on what's really important to them. Like is speed important to you or having control over the end result or whatever. I'm guessing there's mm. these choices that we make and those might drive a decision that we didn't expect. So people might have in their head, like I want to get published in this way, or just kind of take it out of book land because I think it, yeah, like yeah. I want to build a podcast in this way or whatever it is, though that decision may not actually be what you think it is. And I'm guessing you see people that come in saying, I want the big four, but then when you start right. talking to their goals, they really don't. Right. Because they haven't, yeah, because someone told them at some conference that they had to do, you know, X, Y, Z or start building a brand. I'm like, mm, that seems weird. You're an astrophysicist. You don't have to build a brand. You're already credible. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to build a business and do it for 10 years 
and, and replicate someone else's path. It's not necessary. Don't do that. And don't do it to yourself. Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to be led astray by someone who, you know, by advice that's maybe only applicable to one step of a multi-step process. Mm. What I, what I try and what I do is I, I take all the guesswork out of that. I don't, I don't want people to get blindsided by surprises or surprise fees. Now you have to do this or now you have to go, you know, talk to an agent, but then you'll have to go to this conference to talk to an agent, which is PS untrue. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't, agents have emails. They're, they're available. You know, they're on uh, Instagram every single day. You can find out exactly what they're looking for without paying to go to a conference. So that's what I'm trying to do is make information that is public actually accessible because I'm not telling you any secrets. I'm just telling you the things that are hard to find out because there isn't a like publishing.com, but there should be, but uh, that's, that's the role that I'm filling. Well, and it's different for every person. So even if those 19 steps were laid out somewhere, some it, you still need to figure out the ins and outs of what really is going to work for you. And that's why we go to a person is that you need help navigating the steps. If I mean, obviously, tons of people do it themselves every day online, um, but they may be doing it in the inefficient way. And I know you're also yeah. big in efficiency and focusing on the big rocks. Um, so maybe that's our last tip here. If you want to share one little piece, I know there's a huge Pandora's box here, but how do you help people get out of the tactics and into the strategy when they're thinking about their business, their work, getting their work out there? Well, the most important thing you can do to move your, your, goal forward is to actually have an objective that is time-based and look at the options that you have to get there and choose three. You cannot do everything and it will give you a sense of panic if you don't look at all of the steps that are possible. So look at all the steps that are possible. It's like a price fix menu and choose three. I'm going to do these. I'm going to pursue these three strategies and activities. These are the three I'm going to do and go all in. That way, when you're down the line and someone says, gosh, I'm, I'm so surprised you didn't do Facebook ads, you can say, um, I considered that, but that's not in line with my strategy. It'll give you such a sense of confidence and calm to know I looked at the whole menu and I chose one from column A, one from column B, one from column C, I'm set. Because you're in control. You have to be your very best marketer. Hmm. And you don't know everything when you start and you can shift as you go, but I love that you choose and you go all in. And then as you learn things that are new, you probably reevaluate, but you then choose just whatever it is new and go all in so that you're not trying to choose everything, right? Right. And right. I know you're a big fan as well of getting help, right? I mean, I saw your list of uh, TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, and you're not doing that all by yourself. I think that's another myth that people 
here is that it'll be everywhere. It's like, oh, no, you can't be everywhere until you've gotten to a certain place where you have a team and you have a process. True. I encourage everyone to repurpose your content because anything that you put out there once, only a sliver of the people who are, who know you or who are following you are seeing that. So you've got to serve that up in a lot of different ways in your email and a bunch of other social posts, maybe in an ebook, maybe in a couple of videos, people aren't seeing everything. They're even a 10th of what you're putting out there. So don't overdo create less, but do more big efforts with those smaller, you know, that smaller box of content. Right. Create less, promote more. Well, Allison, why don't you tell people where they can find you if they're interested in learning more about what you do and getting help? Well, if you think you have a book in you or you would like to contribute to the news and the media and get uh, and and submit your work to the Cosmo or the Washington Post or wherever, you can find me at lanelit.com. And on social at Allison Lane Lit, that's everywhere. LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. You can also join my free digital community, The Publishing Lane on Facebook. It is The Publishing Lane where I offer expert marketing advice on publishing and promoting your work all the time. It's full of people just like you who are either um, just getting started or bestsellers. Everything in between. I love it. So Lane Lit, and that's L-I-T, obviously like literature. Um, (laughs) We're thinking about how we can get out there and publish more and build that thought leadership. Or like you said, do it in the way that works for you. I love that. I love your approach, very tailored and customized to each individual. Well, thank you so much, Allison. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm just going to unpack a little bit more of this for you. And then we'll talk a little bit about thought leadership. Maybe if you're not thinking about a book, but you're thinking about how to get promotion, how to get hired, or how to build your business in other ways. We'll talk about that thought leadership piece a little bit too. So Thank you so much, Allison, and we'll be right back here on The Career Confidant. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Say It Skillfully is my radio show about being who you are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. I'll help you find the right words to tackle any challenging conversation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. You'll learn how to achieve success on your terms and be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in your life. Check out sayitskillfully.com for practical resources, including my 90-second videos, real-life examples showing you how to speak up skillfully. I invite you to call in with your questions. Join me live every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. And no, I'm cheering for you. tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we were talking with Allison Lane, who runs a community and helps people get published, not just books, but also getting published works out in major publications. And I love what she was talking about in terms of thought leadership and how you can get your story out there. I know she was talking a lot about books and some of you may be thinking, well, I don't, I don't want to write a book. But there are so many other ways that you can get your thought leadership out there and maybe start building towards something that would be a book or would be a, a bigger piece if you're interested in doing that in the future. And what I was thinking about as she was talking was that whether you're wanting to earn a promotion or um, you know get hired at a new job or build your business, this idea of putting content out there is getting more and more important. So when you think about how people do search and how they do research today, a lot of it is on Google. And we know we've been talking about for ages, you know, if you go out and Google yourself, what do you find? And people have said, oh, you know, this is what I find, this is what I find. And we've talked about how you can build more into those Google results and how important that is because, you know, 80 something percent of job seekers will get Googled by their hiring managers, right? Hiring managers are going to Google you when they are going to do their interviews, when they're in that phase, probably not right at the application phase, right? But when they're going to do an interview, they're going to go out and they're going to Google you and see what comes up. In today's world, that is shifting. We're seeing this shift towards using something like OpenAI or even Bing Search, so ChatGPT or Bing Search to search you now, not just Google. And we've seen some really harmful examples of when people get the wrong information about someone from ChatGPT because ChatGPT, unlike Google, will provide incorrect information when you do a search and it won't provide you any context. So you don't know if it's right or wrong, especially if you're not asking it for its sources of data, which most people don't do. So you have a professor that a story was written about them that they did something that they didn't do. You have, you know, good and well, mostly bad examples of people getting in trouble for writing about something that wasn't true. 
And how do we protect ourselves from that? It's really about making sure the content we put out there is curated to what we want to be known for. And you might say, well, I don't care what someone chat GPTs about me, but you don't now, you don't today, but in four, four years from now, when chat GPT is a default way that people are searching instead of Google or whatever, you may, it may be important to you. And you can start now creating that bulk of content that would demonstrate who you are, what you stand for, so that when people search you, they're getting the real story. They're getting the real you as much as possible, right? So this comes down to really the foundation of branding. What do you want to be known for? Who needs to know you? And how are you going to create content that connects those dots? Sell, talks about what you want to be known for and matters to your audience so that they will engage and you can have conversations around it, which is the very essence of what Allison was talking about. If you miss the beginning of her interview, recommend that you go back and check that out on um, here on Voice America, or you can check it out on our YouTube channel, Career Thought Leaders YouTube channel, or on our Facebook page. And you can see kind of the mistakes and things that she was talking about, the essence of what she was talking about was really knowing what you want to be known for, who needs to know you, and then what process do you want to use to connect those dots. And everybody's process is going to be different. And that's the lovely world that we live in. So yes, you could publish a book. You could publish articles on well-known media channels that will help you. Um, you could even come on a podcast interview like this. And then when we put the materials out there, the transcripts and all of those, those show up in that bigger bulk of content that connects your name for what you want to be known for. You could start your own podcast. You don't really have to, right? You could be on interviews, but you could decide that maybe you want to do your own. Then again, you get that content out there in a way that works for you, whether that's video or audio, you put out those transcripts or summary, and now you've got that content that's out there saying what you want to be known for. If you're a job seeker, you might say, well, Marie, this sounds like a lot of work to get that next job. And I would say that it's not about getting that next job. It's about having that lifelong ability to move between ideas, to move between companies, to move between gigs, if you will, and get where you want to go with your career because you've built that concrete idea of who you are and what you're known for, what you're what your subject matter expertise is as you've gone through your career. And of course it's gonna evolve, but the dots will connect and it will show people that this is where you've come from and this is who you, what you stand for and what you know. The other thing that I heard Allison talk about was that there isn't one right way to get anywhere. So if you're thinking about making a career change or thinking about making a move, you wanna look at the possibilities to make that move and how your specific brand, your expertise, and the way that you want to build your visibility or build your relationships, build your network, how do those two things inform your process of job searching? For some people, old, like old school phone networking will be where it is. For some people, it might be using LinkedIn to build their visibility, maybe comment on things, reach out to people. 
For some people, it might be building a platform, uh, which I talked about with Allison a little bit, right? You need to have a whole bunch of followers, whatever it might be. That isn't the way to get there. It is a way to get there, but only if you do it strategically. And the same is true for growing a business or becoming a consultant, getting gigs. It's thinking about what's going to work for your audience. Where are they? What do they need? What are they looking for? And what's going to work for you to do it in a way that is consistent and builds your your visibility. Now, what I love that Allison um, kind of challenged a little bit was that you can't just do it one way. So if all I do is video, it's challenging for some people to connect with me. Maybe they don't have time to watch video. Maybe they don't have the resources. Um, maybe they are hearing impaired and, and they can't watch a lot of video. Or if I don't have the, the um, captions on my video, right? Maybe they want to breathe. Maybe they want to listen. Whatever it might be. And so figuring out at least a couple of ways to connect with your audience so that they can do it in a way that works for them. When I talk about job search and, and my coaches that are doing job search, the same thing, that you've got job seekers out there that all they're doing, you know, is maybe networking. Well, although we say most jobs are hired via networking, if that's all you're doing, you're likely missing out on opportunities, things that might be posted that you're missing, um, opportunities that would be a really good fit. And so you've got to do a little bit of something else, at least, to make sure that you're capturing the, the breadth of opportunities. When I talk to career coaches, resume writers who are building their business, and all they're doing is LinkedIn, we have the same conversation. LinkedIn is great, but what else? Because you're not catching all the opportunities there. As Allison said, people only see about 10% of what you post online. So if you're posting on LinkedIn, people are only seeing one out of every 10 posts. It's not enough to keep them engaged with you. So are you building a referral list? Are you building a newsletter that you're sending information out to people on a regular basis? Are you also on Facebook or Instagram or what, you know, whatever other channel? Don't have to be everywhere, but it is helpful if you're a couple different places so that people can find an opportunity to engage with you in a way that works with them and so that they see you more often than just one-tenth of the time that you're posting on the one platform that you may have chosen. So what are you going to do? What are the strategies that you're going to choose? And then really using that and going all in to make them effective. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how you can build your thought leadership, how you can build your visibility, and what you can do to achieve those goals that you might have for your career or your business. We'll take a short break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on finding certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about how you can get your message out there. And I think it's interesting that we've started having this kind of conversation about the linguistics, right? Does thought leader, what does that mean? And is it um, overused? But that might just be a distraction from the need to get your whatever you want to call it out there. So don't call it thought leadership, don't call it expertise, whatever you, don't call it anything. It's really about just building your visibility to get you where you wanna go and doing that in a way that matters and makes sense for you. So all the other stuff is noise. All the other stuff is opportunities to procrastinate and find excuses for what you really want to achieve. So when you think about where you are right now, and then what your goal is in the future, there are likely many paths to get from here to there. I remember when I was thinking about getting into training and I was getting my career counseling degree and I wanted to think about, you know, should I get into training? Should I get into HR? I wanted to do more than one-on-one work. I liked the one-on-one work, but I knew that I wanted to do more than that. And so I went and I sat down with a few people that worked in HR. And one of the first people that I talked to was very traditional HR, right? You get in at the bottom, you work your way up, and then hopefully someday you get into training and development. And I talked to this person and I thought, well, that's just not going to work for me, right? The beginning level HR job is very detail-oriented, very policy-oriented. I didn't have the background to do that. And I didn't think I'd be very successful at it or happy doing it. So I went and I found other people to talk to who were doing things like what I wanted to do. And I talked to a gentleman who had background in social work of all things, and then had gotten into doing HR at a pretty high level training and development. Um, His title was director of fun at one of the coolest companies in town. And he had gotten there by taking his area of expertise, which was the social work, and starting to train companies in that as a consultant. 
So he'd go in and he'd talk about, you know, the crucial conversations and some of the big topics of the time that used his expertise in social work. He brought a little different flavor to it because of that. And he had a little bit more credibility talking about it because of that than some of the other consultants who maybe didn't have that depth in training of social work and counseling and, and the skills, the therapeutic skills behind it. So he had made his way by capitalizing on his expertise and his difference and then connecting it to these companies and then eventually getting hired by one of the companies he was consulting with to be in their HR division. And I thought, well, that is something that I could see doing. I could see taking my expertise in career development at the time, right? Taking that expertise in career development and going out and creating opportunities for that expertise to add value to a company in a way that other consultants maybe couldn't. And starting to do that work and doing executive consulting and executive coaching, but with that different flavor that I brought than other people in the field. And of course, my my path took a veer and I ended up not even getting into HR and training and development, but the background that I built and the visibility that I built and the skill sets that I was building all took me in the right direction, even though the end result wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And this is so important when you think about where you are right now and where you want to be. That vision is not, you don't know everything. And that vision may not actually even be what you think it's going to be. And so as you start working towards it, like Allison said, you know, you lay out your steps, you lay out all the different ways you could get there, you research and figure out what all those are. Then you choose what you're really going to focus in on doing. And when you do that and you're successful in it and you're, you're bringing your whole self, you're you're showing up in the way that you want to show up and it's authentic to you and valuable to others, the end result may actually not be what you think it's going to be at the start, but it ends up being even better or something that you couldn't have even imagined. And that is gold. If you let yourself have the flexibility as you go. So pick those things that make sense right now, go all in, but don't be afraid that when things change and you grow and it progresses, that you may need to shift off of one of those tactics onto another one and still keep the pedal to the metal and not try to do everything, but don't be afraid to take that shift. When I talk about this, I always think about that goal, that kind of vision out there in the future, as sometimes people make it a brick. Like this is where I've got to go. This is the only thing I'm going to do. It's solid. It's not changing, right? But the problem with that is that can weigh you down. It can actually make you miss opportunities. So I think about that vision out there more in terms of like the raw clay that you can form it into a bowl. And then when you recognize that you need to make a shift, you can clobber all the clay back together. And now I've got this awesome pot instead. And when we have the focus and the flexibility, the two together can create this amazing opportunity for us in the future to use and to walk a path, but then to understand when that path shifts. 
what stays constant is our internal foundation, our values, our skill sets. They might grow and evolve, but that kind of underlying foundation stays the same. That driving force, that that motivation, and the opportunity to use our skills. And as those things external change, as our, our audience changes a little bit, we might show up differently. We might tell our stories differently because we want to connect to that audience, but it's still the same us and we're still headed in the same direction. But when those opportunities come up that we weren't expecting, we know if they're a fit or not because we've been walking that path and we've been staying connected to what really matters. And if that opportunity is a good fit, we can jump at it. We can go and do something that maybe we didn't imagine. And it may even be better than what we had thought we were going to do. So if you're thinking that you have a book in you, reach out to Allison Lane, uh, Lane Lit, Allison Lane. You'll find her on all the social media. She, she has her group she, and she's about to launch a podcast on publishing. If that's your heart, go for it. If you want a podcast, man, there's tons of resources out there to help you do that. If you want to get published in articles, Allison can help you with that as well. But get out there and find that place. Maybe it's speaking. Maybe it's speaking in person. Maybe it's just within your internal company getting more involved. You can find that place to get your voice and then to build your visibility in an authentic way to you that connects with what your audience values. And that's a common topic here on this show, Career Confidant. So tune back in, let us know what other topics we can cover. You can always reach me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at careerthoughtleaders.com. And we'll be right back here again next week. We've got another great guest for you next week on the Career Confidant. And we will see you right back here again next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.